yes. How about that? There we go. What about this? Do I look sophisticated? How'd you like them apples? Oh, yeah, we got a little little tot of espresso. Toot, toot. There. It, only because I haven't got any milk. Yeah. That's uh, that's why that's espresso -y. I had a really so nice good. Americano that I made Is myself. Is this annoying, this little guy? No, it's cool. I made myself one. Uh, what day was it? Saturday. I had, a, I had like a little bit of a dregs of one bag of beans left and then some of another. So I like beans. <laughs> chuck some in of the dregs and then topped it up with the, with another bean. I effectively made my own blend. I mean, I'm not a barista. I don't know. I don't you made your own blend. You yeah. Just blend it up with blend. Two other people's, some two, two blends into one. It was really nice, and I had it had it when I was squatting. It was a hybrid blend. It was good. This was surprisingly nice because I'm, you know, I'm not really a coffee person. I don't really drink a lot of coffee. And this is one. This is a, a uh, I don't know what it's even called, like the gold, but in French, law, law. Yeah. From the supermarket. So. Ah, la supermarché. The uh, supermarché. Kind yeah. of little whatever it is. And I, I just put it in, oh God, I don't really want to drink coffee, but I'm going to need one because just when I just got back a little bit sleepy, I thought, right, I'll use one of my emergency coffee capsule stash. Took a sip of it, put a little tiny bit of brown sugar in it, took a little sip of it. Oh, actually, that's not unpleasant. That's yeah. quite nice. So, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. sip my way through this while we're here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've, uh, well... I've got a chamomile tea on the go, so you'll hype up and I'll... You've got a chamomile tea on the go, okay, so you want to fall tea. asleep in a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe go to the toilet. Hoping yeah. neither of those will happen live. But who Can you knows? hear me okay with this thing? I can, yeah. I've, got, I've had some Wi-Fi... No, it's all right. I've had some Wi-Fi issues today, so um, if it starts getting a bit laggy and dropping out, we'll just call it quits. But yeah. yeah. It's been a, um, been a big week. Then the other question is, can you hear the computer fan going insane? Because it's for some reason, it's decided that it needs the computing power of NASA to... No, I don't think so. Contact you. No, I don't good. think so. Okay. Uh, I, when I was watching back uh, last week's, I was worried because mm. I was I had a, a shake, a shaker. Oh, I've got a shaker. I've got another drink there. I'll go, just in case. And as I was shaking it with the ice in, I mm. thought, cool, that's, that's not a great you know, sound effect. Um, but when I listened to it back, the software had cut it out. It, like it heard it, and it went, "Nope, that's no good." Cancelled that mother out. My word! Which yeah. software? Whatever, whatever's running through this thing. Zoom recording know. software? No, you don't know. Yeah, Zoom or Rode or no, I don't do anything. I just slam it, slam, slam it straight into um, Apple Movies, iMovie. <laughs> stick, movie? the names, stick the names down there. Movie, movie. I can't go. I can't Apple go back movie? to the front either. I keep trying to like position myself, but I'm, I'm mirrored, so I don't know which way I'm going. Because this is mirrored, isn't this? Is all. Yeah. Although yeah. you're, but for me, your shirt reads correctly. Yeah. Yeah. But my shirt is reading backwards. No, yours is fine. All good. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it reads backwards. So you read backwards on your own screen. Uh, no, I read, I read forwards. This is why it's so confusing when I try and like move my hair out of my face. So I poke myself in the eye. It's quite confusing. Okay. Yeah, it is. But it is podcast gold. It this is, is what people want to hear. Solid gold. Oh, this is like rocking horse shit. You don't podcast. get this kind of sick content anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sickest content you've Speaking of sick content, I've finally, finally done the um, presenting to camera on the reverse hyper today. So now I've got like... All the footage to stick into iMovies and make some oh sort of word. video of it, which that is, is going to blow up the internet because there's probably yeah. only there's the only one several... or two thousand other reviews available. <laughs> yeah. There's only several hundred reviews of that, but none that have been done in Bradwell in Norfolk That's by awesome. me. None have got my you? you know my <laughs> my extensive uh, reverse hyper experience commentary yeah. over the top but yeah so i got that done i've got a week off coming up and um it's just it's time to get some stuff done so that was on the list 
And what is your USP for this? Why should people listening to your experience of this rogue reverse hyper? Because I'm just like you. Just like you guys watching. Exactly. Yeah. You're just a man That's on it. the street. Just a guy. Just giving the words. Rocking around. the experience. I was thinking uh, the same, I think, because I have just received um, an airbag suit. Did we talk about that before? I don't think uh, so. Maybe very briefly. Unless I forgot. I do forget a lot of stuff. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, so I got an airbag suit, which is pretty cool. RST airbag suit. Other airbag suits are available, but they aren't available for quite such a reasonable price. Oh. So I can do a little review of that because it's actually pretty cool. And what is quite tricky about getting suit, and by suit, I don't mean um, suit, office suit with an airbag in because that would be insane unless you worked motorcycle in suit. somewhere really a really dangerous office yeah one piece racing it would be quite handy in um, an office like if somebody came up to you and asked you to do something you could just and it was just like airbags just like airbag. <laughs> the problem is to actually to actually set the airbag off you have to have an accident so you'd have to have them come up to you and then you have to throw yourself on the floor so violently that it was like mm. being in a motorcycle accident to get the airbag to go off but so how does it how does it how does it know like is it like on impact is it what what how does it no, trigger that a bit late on the, on yeah the that's what i was so thinking it, like you've got like push it's got a gps it's got a gps in the hump so you need to arm it first mm. and then it's got a gps in the hump so it's looking at you know basically logged a lot of data of people riding bikes and this is like a general theory of all of the way the airbag systems work so they can see what is normal type of data for a bike mm -hmm. so there's like a range where it understands that you are just riding so there will be some level of acceleration that it will see in the directions of the suit so when you're cornering it does something when you're braking it does something when you're accelerating it does something when you're stopped it does some um some sort of signals and then when you have an accident those signals change so quickly, we could probably, we might even be able to get someone. Because like the gyroscope is now upside problem. down. Yeah, so exactly. It changes so in such a way that it can tell that you've crashed. Like all of a sudden, the acceleration goes from being a hard axle to stopped, or all of a sudden, the acceleration show that you're now pointing in the other direction or something like that. Imagine so if the widget inside of it just had a little malfunction and you were just riding well, quite happily and it just went pop, Yeah, and it just went flat. <laughs> That. I'd be nervous about that. Again, and I'd also be yeah. nervous about, did I turn it on? <laughs> That's the issue with this one, is that you can't see if it's on. So it's tucked inside. And there's a couple of other brands that do it. Alpine Stars do one, Dionysia do one, um, who came out with them first, I think. But this mm -hmm. one is a British company. Um, and they have an, uh, like an LED on the arm, so you can That's see cool. if it's armed. But this one, I don't think it does. I think you have to physically open the back of the suit and it's inside mm -hmm. so i haven't gone through that loop yet of actually arming the gps and um yeah because it has a subscription as well for the gps so you basically have to you can buy the suit on its own uh -huh. and then you have this it's called in and in and motion the little gps box yeah then you fit that to the suit and activate it and then you turn it on and then it's all armed and then it's it's tracking what you do with if you don't put that box in or if you don't turn it on it just works like a normal suit um, it's pretty cool because it's all built into the suit and then there's other garments that they do like they do jackets and maybe jackets well you can also fit that box so you only need one subscription and you can use the box across all other bits of kit so you can have like a race suit and then a road jacket and uh, say a leather jacket a textile jacket stuff like yeah that. i've seen cool. something a while ago now i think it was like a collar or something like that you just had like like a collar and well, that's a, just probably a neck brace. Big, yeah, big, big bubble oh, like over the head. I think so. Right. Like that would be even more sketchy because at least with this, if it does go off by accident, you can still see. stay on the bike and yeah. see. Yeah, mm, that's quite interesting. So basically, like goes off, and then you've got full shoulder, chest, back. And I think it has some rib protection in it as well. Is it battery powered? Do you have to like charge it up? Yeah, you have to charge it. Up. You charge Imagine it if you forgot to charge it. Well, if you forget to charge it, it just works like a normal suit. So, yeah. But then you've fallen off your bike, hurt yourself, and you've ruined your airbag suit that you forgot to charge as well. Yeah, you. You're probably going to get to use it one time, right? You can't like pack it all back well, you in can again. It three times. Really? No, no, because it stays in. It's basically built in the suit. I'll do a review on it. Maybe that would be pretty, yeah. might be interesting for some people. Um, 
you compression it three times so it goes off and it's got an inflator cartridge in it once it's gone off once you take the inflator cartridge out and replace it with a new cartridge it's like the little um, compressed air cartridges mm -hmm. that you use to inflate a, a bicycle tire for example if you if you ride push bikes, you can take a little tiny little CO2 cartridge with you yeah. and you don't have to take a pump and you screw that into the tire and into the valve and then it inflates really quick. So it's one of those, but it'd be one of those. And it, yeah, it can go off three times before you need to send it back when, when it once it's gone off three times, you can send it back to RSC and they check it and repair it and everything. But the other ones, the Alpine Stars ones and the Dionysi ones, you have to send those back after the, like the first, um, I don't know what you call it, activation, first activation. And then it's away for a couple of weeks while they check it and stuff like that. So it's, this one's a little bit cheaper to do. It costs 100 euros per activation. And the, I'm going to get this wrong, but one of the two other ones is something like 250 euros and has to be away for two weeks. Yeah. And so it's quite expensive and quite a long time. Whereas this one, if you're racing with this one and you've got spare cartridges, then you can replace it and go again as long as the suit's not destroyed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. So I'll be looking at that for. You hear that? My ear. Yeah, it's just that. kind of weird. Is it still weird? It is a little bit weird. Yeah. Get stop now. Yeah, stop now. Cool. That's good. Um, yeah, so that's cool. So I've been looking at that technology for a long time, and now I managed to find that RST suit super reasonable price. So I think in the UK, there's three different ones. This is the base model one. It's five hundred pounds in the UK, uh, and then there's two more models. I think there's seven fifty and a thousand pounds. They they're basically like more race, more race. Well, for that's reasonable. I think an Alpine style one, if you, the basic one, I think is seventeen hundred euros. Then you have to put the airbag on top of that, which I think is another seventeen hundred euros. I have to get all the numbers if I'm going to do a review. Yeah, properly. I don't worry so about that. So with this one. Yeah, with, the, <laughs> with this one, you basically can run it for about 10 years before it gets to the price of the Alpine Star one with the suit and the airbag. And with this one, with the subscription and the suit, you can run it for a long time. And that, yeah. I think I worked out on the most expensive ones. So it's pretty cool. Sweet. Just to try that out, so, because I'm supposed to be on the leading edge of tech. Yeah. And understand what's going on on the street. Tech master. People use them on the street very much. So yeah, that's cool. So that's good. And that wasn't on my list of things. No. Now we've like hammered through a decent old chunk of time talking about that. Yeah, we've done all right. It's what 18 else? minutes. I got the bits from my bike. So that's cool. That felt like a bit of a monkey on my back. So my motocross bike is now in one piece. And I rode that today. So that's oh. cool. I did a little race simulation because in two weeks' time, I'm going to go and do my first ever motocross race. Yes. I would have liked to have been a lot more prepared for that. So the idea was to be preparing for that from March yeah. when I had that crash. Condition. That was supposed to be the start of that prep. So I was going to have three months to prep. Now I have three weeks to prep. Actually, two weeks. Well, at least you right. still get to race. Yep. Yep. I missed the first round of the, of the season because I still didn't have the parts for the bike. But the parts for the bike turned up on Friday afternoon. So I put the bike back together yesterday. I'd already like pre-prepped it. Done a bit of a, a dry run through with all the rest of the bits. I got like everything else except for one side of the subframe, um, which is the rear part of the bike, and it's all made of plastic on this and in two pieces. So now I've got all the pieces, put it all together, tried it this morning, did like a race simulation of the race day because you run like four sessions on the race day. They have like mm -hmm. a free training, qualifying, and then two 10 minute plus two lap races. So I did that today at the track. Not fit enough and not fast enough really, but close enough to not be in the way. So how did your hip hold out? How did it? A little bit. I, I can notice that because I haven't been on the bike, it doesn't feel very strong once I start to get tired. Yeah. So there's not a lot of endurance there in that side particularly like it did start to hurt where it was painful while it was still injured and started to hurt in like the top of my hip but to start off with in the day it was good and then uh, it sort of just as it was getting tired going through the day it was getting a little bit more noticeable mm -hmm. but I can get on the bike and everything and it doesn't I was reacting okay because that's the thing that makes it a little bit sketchy is that if your reactions 
aren't as they were because mm-hmm. it hurts or whatever you need mm-hmm. to be able to re- react fast to whatever the bike is yeah. doing but that all felt pretty good and i was yeah. just basically wanted to get back on the bike get go to that track jump that jump yeah make sure all that is yeah. dealt with and then jump the other jumps and it's really cool because today it was hot and wasn't really hot compared to spain mm-hmm. but it's pretty hot for austria so there was nobody there basically it was almost like a private track today Cool. So plenty of space to ride around, which is the opposite to the other day when I went spankery. It was rammed with people. So. Is it reasonable to go and ride there, like Probably cash money-wise? It's that particular track is more expensive than most. It's more expensive than Spain. It's also more expensive than the local tracks, but it's still pretty that's a, that's reasonable. A no. <laughs> well, no, because it's pretty reasonable compared to other sports okay. it's not very cheap for that yeah. sport for here but if you wanted to go and do a track day for example like which is why i've got the other suit that is 100 and minimum really 120 to 150 euros here and mm-hmm. so for the bigger tracks so it could be 250 to 300 euros then you have to get there fuel tires yeah, yeah. so motocross for a motorsport isn't crazy at a hobby level because of, like this bike you can crash the bike and i fix the bike it's probably it's 300 euros worth of parts if i did the same thing to, with, you don't have to crash the bike everybody yeah you don't have to but you have to make sure that you know you know who's boss the uh, uh if i crash if i crash the track bike the, the the sort of road circuit bike yeah you just have to put it in a bin basically if yeah. i crashed it like that yeah um so from that point of view yeah it's a bit more reasonable i have to justify that's my basically my man logic justifying it mm. to myself um, because otherwise you wouldn't do it. yeah but it's cool i really missed it like today i realized that, like that's really been hanging over me for three months like i felt like i've been like stopped trying to get that sorted out trying to fix the bike trying to sort yeah. my hip out yeah yeah going into that was nice that felt like a sort of a, a like unblocking of things yeah, you know, cool. to actually get rolling again so that's pretty cool and this race will be pretty cool as well so that was good um so I did that so the bike is all back in one bit i did the race simulation stuff that will be different on the day because on the day there'll be obviously a bit more not necessarily pressure but atmosphere so mm-hmm. then that you have to manage a bit and not get too carried away and then it'll run on some stricter timings so if you're a bit tired you have to go anyway and the race obviously you will have the start which is quite important mm. and i haven't done a race start like that for about 20 years yeah One is it like road rash start yeah a bit like it just with less chainsaws and that to be honest so yeah yeah it's a bit like that no, it's just like a f- don't know how big the grid will be could be 20 bikes maybe but it's like 20 bikes in the line Mm-hmm. with like a little gate they call it okay. yeah and then the gate basically drops in front of you and everybody Pinnacle. goes yeah you just send it that'll be interesting cool yeah man that'd be good full send make sure you go that to the toilet before sweet. get your nerves yeah. out don't get too bad with nerves and stuff on those sorts of things yeah i'm not too bad at it. no that's not the first time i've been racing it's that I have done a motocross race before. I did a motocross race, like I say, like 20 years ago, maybe even a little bit more. Yeah. Um, with Danny D from Marriage. Yeah. Because someone there didn't want to race. Like it was so muddy that they didn't want I to race. I think I remember. And they hadn't they hadn't entered or anything. Well, they'd entered, sorry, but they didn't want to race. And they were like, does anybody want to race? And I was like, I hadn't even ridden a motocross bike before. <laughs> I think I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, jumped on the bike, did the start, and actually got a really good start. And I think I was about like, I don't know, ninth or tenth or something somehow into the first corner. And I went around the first corner, did about a third of the lap, and it was so muddy that I got stuck, it was stuck in one of the corners and I couldn't start the bike. So I basically then sat there for the whole race and watched everybody else ride around, which was probably my punishment for doing that um, yeah. when I hadn't actually done any motocross racing, because that's quite dangerous. Good Not idea. To watch. Yeah, so this will be my... Personal actual proper try at it so all the other yeah debut motocross debut all the other stuff i did in spain where it was 
more like, like this, but they call it uh, resistentia, resistentia with a like endurance off-road. Is a Le Mans type start, so you do qualifying, and it's like fastest lap and qualifying lets you go to the front mm-hmm. of a long line of people. You see like Le Mans, and they hold the bikes, and people run across yeah. the track to the bikes. That's how they used to start that. So you then have this sprint, then you have to start the bike, then you have to go. So it's not ah. quite as mental into the first corner because you end up with people like separated a bit. Um, and yeah, if you're at the front you tend to then stay at the front if you can get away quicker but this one with everybody in a line it's a bit more tricky to yeah you don't really have a front position there's like a good position on the gate yeah you can have a good position into the first corner but you've still got to do all the next steps get the bike off the line probably and then to get into the first corner first but with the with the Le Mans start you're actually at the front closest to the first corner so if you can run fast then you can get away and get a pretty decent start but yeah, I can't run fast. So, me neither. And I can't start a bike or ride one. So, also true. Oh, well, you can ride a bike. Just to ride a bike. I could give it a go. Back in the day. Yes. Give it all well. Back in the diesel. Yeah. So, that was cool. So, that was, to be honest, pretty big win today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bike fixed, bike run. I'm in one piece. Got over that. No, I went I was over a couple of the jumps. That was horrible. God, that was disgusting. Mm. I felt sick. That was rank. I was a little bit scared because that horrible little jump is still a horrible little jump. Yeah. But then the next one, I hit the next one. They haven't really got a lot of lips on at the moment, the, the jumps. And I hit the next one. I think I just rolled the throttle. I went to solve it. And the bike just went. <laughs> I was like, oh, not again. Here we go. Wham. No, like my stomach went up in my throat. Yeah, I bet. And your, and your balls, and your balls yeah, as yeah, well. Like, oh god! Yeah, luckily, it was okay. Yeah. I sorted myself out after that. So that was yeah, cool. The rest of the day was good. Enjoyed that. It's good. The bike was running well. Super empty track. It's nice weather. Pretty sweet. Decent, decent really Sunday. Sunday yeah, it was a very good Sunday. And then... We've um, we've had a, a a turn of good fortune here, weather-wise. Yeah. It's and shit. <laughs> it's oh, absolutely okay. that, shocking. And that's good fortune, is it? That it's cooled no. down. No. Well, yeah, it's okay, nice so that it's cool, but now you it's literally like you're just stuck inside again. You're being sarcastic. Yeah. It was like, hey, here, it's crazy. here comes the summer. And we're like, yeah, yeah here yeah. comes the summer. Get the colours out, shorts on, <laughs> vest on, yeah. whatever. I was like, I was like just about to like, rip open a load of tank tops on everybody. And then it's like, wham, have some rain. Have some rain for a week. Get soggy. Garbage. Absolute garbage. But at least the grass will grow quicker and I'll have to mow it again with all the cat shit in. So That's also true. You can send that out the window again. Every cloud. And there's a lot of them. Every cloud has a cat shit in. (laughs) Every cloud has a cat shit lining. Here, it's been pretty awesome until today. And it's still warm, but it's now clouded over. But actually at the track, it was... Pretty crazy. A bit windy though, so we had the, like a pop-up awning tied to the van, yeah. and the winds tried to rip the pop-up awning away yeah. and obliterated the van. Let's do a little pop-up awning. That'd be quite good. Sit out under a little pop-up awning in the garden. I'd like that. Yeah. Uh, I can send you a link to one of those if you want. They're quite reasonably yeah. priced. Hit me. I've got a. Uh, I've got like a big. Link yeah. Link me up. Okay. I've got a big gazebo thing, uh, which you have to like. It's just like poles that you push together, and it just takes forever, and it's awful. Okay, so what this is, is when I say pop-up, it is not like one of those pop-up tents that you throw in the air. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Does a transformer thing. No, it doesn't do that. But what it does do is you have it folded, so it's like quite a long rectangle, probably a metre something. Yeah. You pull from each corner and the thing just expands to like a low level and then then each corner you pull out on it and it stands up. It's pretty sick. Yeah. And they've got sides and different sides and stuff. So you can like, depending on where the sun is, put a different side on it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I said they very, very occasionally do mega, mega deals on it because it's a particular website. That's cool. Other websites are available. Well, I've still got a load of Amazon vouchers. So if they do them on uh, there. Okay. Them yeah, maybe there. they do. I'll send so you a link um, to the one that I get it from. You can look it up. Probably just, easy up awning. It will be on Amazon. And then the other website I was going to send you a link to is 24mx.co.uk. Okay. I'll have a look. Probably if it's not MX related, maybe it's cheaper. Maybe. maybe the other way around. Yeah. 
the pre-run nights are quite heavy though so you probably want to yeah, you leave it there yeah, for a bit just work out what's what with the 24mx they do quite often do like crazy deals so that is one that's worth resting in the basket yeah like that's where i got my new helmet from about a new helmet because my other one i didn't <laughs> i was thinking oh maybe i can use my other one again it's like obliterated it looks like i don't know i hit my head pretty hard <laughs> it looks, it looks like, like you slammed head. your head into the ground it? <laughs> it looks like i slammed my head into the floor yeah i've not really seen one like that before but, you know but inside um on the sort of better quality ones it's some sort of polystyrene shell normally but they're painted black so if you have an accent you can see where there are like cracks in it so mm. where the black then goes white is where the shell has had an impact and like all in one corner the whole thing is just like completely white. like a spider web <laughs> yeah it's like, covered in whipped cream vague. and it doesn't it's like the shell doesn't fit inside the outer bit anymore I was like, yeah because i was thinking oh, maybe i use it for push by or something like not using that for anything that's good wax i've got a new one i've got a new suomi i use suomi now for a long time Protecting my Swede. Shout out to Swoey. Uh, the Swede protectors. The protecting my Swede. Well, they got their work cut out with you. Some good bangers in the Swoey helmets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And this one is pretty cool. It's like a MX Speed, it's called. So I don't know if I've got it. I've got it here. So the garage. Pretty cool. I'll put a picture up. It's nice. It's like blue, blue and black, but like. You should post some bike stuff. Quarter. Yeah, I'll wax some stuff up there. Get, get out there carriage built racing see if run a little team maybe as well you know need to, now the bikes are more or less sorted out i'm going to try and start wriggling some kit over there into the into the garage yeah the train out of there i've been running on for a bit what's going on with you yeah i was gonna say when you shut the fuck up let me say something <laughs> <laughs> uh well, well you got to say I, didn't, I had my big week i didn't know i had my big big redo week of training week which went pretty well and that's over with now so i'm on a rest day today which is sorely needed because i feel like i've yeah. been slamming it out a bit feel like you've done a cycle twice in a row i do i do i feel like i've done the exact same thing twice but i did squeeze out uh, a few more reps so was it worth it all right Maybe a little what is interesting is then that meant you were that strong anyway didn't it so yeah could have just trusted yourself now no, you the know. thing is to not train like a moron if you're going to deadlift then mm. don't do power cleans in the morning that's the takeaway mm. for me so, I might have mentioned it a couple of times I don't know but well, know. now you know now you learn the lesson you a lot of stuff it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like Charlie shit. Brown's <laughs> teacher in Snoopy sometimes motocross stop training like a fucking idiot Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> blended together and it's like motocross not really interested in this bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably like i don't i don't know if i've done that before but it felt felt decent a little bit grindy on the end overhead press is absolute garbage still so i'll probably have to reduce that down and just carry on with the rest of it and then squats felt like death so that was my week in summary sorry i don't know for a minute i was thinking about my cross <laughs> all right sounds, that's right, again sounds now. like come on that's quite a big win yeah, quite a big win, especially uh, the bench. That's cool. They look the good. The bench was good. Yeah, the bench was good. And I didn't do as much conditioning for you. I tapered it right. a little bit. Oh, well, I didn't get my money's worth out of my CrossFit oh. membership that week. That's what happened. That's what happened. It depends what's the what's the important thing in your life. Mm. Yeah, I need to ba- balance all that now as well because if I'm going to try and do the smoke cross race and also try and plough through the juggernaut thing. I feel pretty beaten up as well today from juggernaut the last few days for some reason like my back is absolutely ruined but I did just went I, I didn't follow my own advice this week I went completely freestyle with the program like respect I did that day with the deadlifts and just did a load of singles when it was like three by a hundred or something so yeah. that was a big cross and then um, Tony wanted to train so he came over 
and the day I was supposed to, that was the deadlift day. So the day I was supposed to deadlift, I did a pre-deadlift session of like just a little bro-style session with him with like bench, uh, dumbbell bench, and then push-ups. Then I did the deadlifting. Then the next day I had to bench again, and I couldn't really yeah. make it work. So that I had already done it. Do you know what I mean? I was like, well, this is quite different to actually what I did yesterday. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. That was yesterday. And then today I woke up and my, well, at the time my back was hurting while I was doing it. I was like, oh, this is going to be really yeah. good. Um, and then... God, what have I done this week with training? I'm just making a complete disaster of the whole thing. Then yes, today was that day. It's like every week I, for me. Yeah, and then yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't, I don't like to like go off record. I just need this so I know what's going on. And then today I have to squat in a bit. And I've only just come back from motocross and that's pretty leg heavy. So that yeah. needs to get rationalised. But the, the reason that's a problem right now is because I had a day, had two days off in a row in the middle of the week but I needed to do that because I was ruined for whatever reason um I think I didn't get much sleep a couple of days on the trip yeah. and then I was just like man I'm just destroyed so I took two days out so normally I do five days straight and I did like one two three and then four was yesterday and five is today yeah and then I'm straight in again tomorrow and tomorrow is going to be rough I don't even know what tomorrow is on the program I thought it's cool because the first two days are the two short upper days so that's cool it'd be nice if they were the end of the week that would be good for me but don't look don't look until you anyway. get in there and once you're in there you go yeah you don't mind that though you like to look don't you i'm just like don't yeah show i have to i have to look yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, don't, I like to know what what i'm doing but i'm not i'm not i don't want to look at the numbers i like i'll have deadlift on tuesday overhead press monday bench thursday squat saturday but i don't want to know until I get in there. The whole deal is what I worry about. Well, that's what, what, yeah, mine is like upper, upper, lower, upper, lower. And it's all the same every week, but the app sticks more sets on. So what I don't want to do is go in there and think I'm on like four sets and the thing yeah. shows me eight or something like that. That would just be like, oh, yeah, God. that's always rough. So I'll just get mentally ready for that before i go in because yeah today hopefully it won't be many today but it starts going pretty crazy pretty quick like yeah. six sets of ten and stuff like that it's a bit that's not that's not something i want to turn up and see if i'm not really feeling it i'll have to like add myself up a little bit to, yeah i get that downstairs to do that one yeah so so that is that but yeah my deadlift went pretty good that's pretty yeah, sick. So always i just can always do that for some reason yeah, have a deadlift. Just in there now. Yeah, it's in. just programmed in, isn't it? I think. Um, but it did feel a bit grotty. The 140 started to feel a bit heavy, and I was like, well, I'm not really sure about this. And then I pulled the 160, and I was like, hmm, mm. yeah, that feels quite heavy. Mm. And I thought, well, I'll go 170. I was like, oh, that moved, but mm, I don't know. And then I thought, well, if I'm at 170, then I really Might should well. see 180. But when I was putting 180 on, I was already thinking about 190. And then when I put 180 on, I was like, no, that was disgusting. That was horrible. I, mean, I was like, I'm doing that. Not, not cricket. Yeah. My yeah. Like neck. <laughs> it was messed up. So. Um, so we're a long way from any reps there, but I'm recovered already. So that's pretty cool. Like, the next day, I didn't feel too bad. My back felt all right. So if I actually stick to the program, then that'll be good. Because the program is creating that, isn't it? Or at least maintaining that. So mm -hmm. don't have to push up there, really. I'll save that. I'm having my oh, usual October. my usual lat issues after, oh, yeah, after one's that. week. Yeah, it's just one all down the okay left-hand side. But it's worse when, I, worse when I sleep. I can't get comfortable sleeping. So sleep has been suffering. From that, and it's also like I just I can't. I seem to wake up early now, anyway. <clears throat> so you see, yeah, sleep's been a bit bad, but yeah, this last couple training. of days, last couple of days, the lat has not been not been loving me. So I got um, got Claire to give it a, like a scrape with the massage tool, oh, right. gua sha, and a bit of CBD on there yesterday. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I'll just keep. I had that. that few well a few weeks ago months ago now when i was just going into the end of that second cycle that i did with jonah before i went to the hospital my lat was playing up as well like when i was squatting it was just oh yeah 
could feel it. it was weird. It wasn't like it was cramping. Mm-hmm. It was just really noticeably tight, I think. Yeah. And then a bit painful for some yeah. reason when I was squatting. That's what made that's exactly what happened to me on Saturday. Because yeah. I'd, I'd done it I say done it. It's just it's just under a lot of stress from trying to trying to do the deadlifts, I think, from the mm-hmm. Monday or the Tuesday. And then I was obviously doing like pull-ups and all that kind of stuff throughout the week. Not a lot, but so it just stayed, it stayed grumpy. And then I was squatting and it was going okay. And then I got up to where I like to put my belt on, which is like the second from last set. So like the middle, middle work set. And uh, yeah, I put the belt on and um, I went one tighter than I normally do because I wasn't wearing a sweatshirt or anything. I was just in a t-shirt. And yeah, it just as soon as I as soon as I squeezed the bar out of the rack, I just went, oh no, because I felt it. <laughs> I felt it just just Same. on the very bottom of my lat, just like tighten up. Yeah. That's a little really bit nice. of pain. And I went, oh man, I'm gonna really have to brace properly. <laughs> so Maybe yeah, so that didn't feel good. Those days, uh and then but it held on, it held on for the for the rest of it. It just it just it's just it's off-putting. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's not that it's because to me it doesn't feel like it's an actual injury that I've caused with something else. Just for whatever reason, it puts me off. It's a real it goes tight, and I can't really use it then. Like I can't use it to brace or anything because mm-hmm. it's just this weird, like non-activated feeling in it. Like strange. And I was yeah. trying to stretch it out. I was trying to stretch it out for ages. Like, yeah, but it wasn't really a stretching thing. Now it's recovered. But I don't know what I did. I just blasted it with a massage gun. Take three months off being in hospital. Yeah, I don't have any of that. Smash it. I just keep going until it falls off or fixes itself. Rips off the bone. That was cool. So I'm pretty happy with that, which is good. So let's see if I can sneak that back up over 205 by October. That would be cool. That'll be nice. And squat, I haven't tried yet. I'm a little bit more cautious about that. Mm-hmm. I've tried it like a max on squat or a max on bench. But the, the reason I did it actually was because that deadlift session just seemed really quite low. And I was thinking, well, I want to be taking it easy, but I don't think I really need to be taking it this easy. Yeah. Like 100 by three for my work for the week on deadlift. And like, mm-hmm. Don't think so. Because I think I was running the max too low. Right. Because I was coming off the hip or whatever. So. Yeah. So now I've adjusted that. But I didn't adjust it all the way to the 180 because the 180 was so horrible. So then I put it back to 170, I think. So we'll see what that gives me. Six sets of 10 at 130 or something, probably, which would be unpleasant. Squat or Let's deadlift? See. Deadlift squat. I'm going to forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, dead uh, squat. I don't know what that is. I probably, to be honest, I can squat 100. I know I can squat 100 because I did it the other day, but I'd be surprised yeah. if I could squat 140 at the moment. Is it squat today? Maybe yeah, you can say that. you've got a squat. So let me, let me ask your opinion then, and then I'll choose whether or not I want to, what I want to yeah, do with it. Actually, listen, or you're just going to zone out and <laughs> no, I'll listen. worry about it. I'll listen. I'll listen. If it's not aligned yeah. with what I'm actually thinking, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. So obviously, I redid this one because I failed the deadlift just from being an idiot. And I failed the overhead press like fives and threes, I think, just from not being very strong at overhead press. But I hit the ones. So I hit again on this one. I got a fail. I got four out of the five on fives week, two out of three on threes week. And then I obviously I hit the one. So the overhead mm-hmm. press is stalling out. Everything else was okay. So I hit three in all in one's week. This is I hit hit three on the deadlift, three on the bench, and two on the squat. So that's okay. So the question is, do I reset the whole lot and just like start with new maxes again and go again? Or do I carry on with deadlift, bench, and squat as it is, current numbers, just click over to the next cycle, but reduce the overhead press numbers or have it so it does that same session again that's what i'm thinking i think the philosophy now for wendler is that you should be able to do five reps with your 90 percent 90 percent weight 
So not your real one rep max, obviously, because that's your one rep max, but your training max that you work with. I think you're supposed to be able to do five, five on the ones week. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, because now you're working really close to the limit all the time. So this is my, my theory on this from doing a bit of this juggernaut and from reading about it is I think we briefly touched on this and I'm not going to go crazy about it, but basically like you get to the point where you can efficiently use the muscle you have. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're running this like low rep range and you're just about making your sort of threes and your ones. Yeah. Basically using the muscle you have. Yeah. And then to increase strength, you do some more volume work to build some more muscle and then you teach your body how to use that that. efficiently with some lower rep stuff. So I would say, especially for the overhead press, problem for me is like, if you bring that down, do you then end up with much more volume? Probably because you are going to be able to do more reps on you, but are you quickly going to run into the ones again where you're basically back at ones? Because I think for your overhead press, you need some more volume in it, full stop. And then for the other ones, as you're quite close to the limit there already, and that probably also isn't helping you with your conditioning and stuff. What were that? What were that? You say you got two on bench, two on squat, uh, three on deadlift, three on bench, and two on squat. Okay. I'm looking at this could. thinking like next. If I do, if I just click it over again, I'm going to be in the 180 deadlifts. I'm yeah. going to be in the 190 six or 109 bench and i'm going to be in the 150s on the squat and that's like 109 bench that's like that's like proper maxing yeah which would be nice to have a little crack at but at the same time i come back down but when you if you come back down you need to make sure that you that you don't just hit your fives and fours and like fives and threes and probably do like 20s you need to be getting a bit more volume in there yeah yeah, I'd do that, I think, because I think this is where you ended up with before, isn't it? Is that you got to a point where you're basically like week in, week out, hitting those like, yeah, purple head singles, it. and it didn't really go anywhere, did it? One, it beat you up. Two, you can't recover. Uh, yeah, and three, you're basically just working at like max strength was on, which isn't either super useful for you, probably more useful for you anyway, is to be able you know, some more volume. What do they call it? It's not really strength endurance for you because they're still quite low reps on, but I think that would help more. So I would be tempted to do that and then you can keep rolling them on can't yeah so re- reset on the new maxes for yeah. everything you think yeah and see what numbers you come up with that because realistically when you put that 109 on there and you have to hit looking at that triple but that's going to be it and then you've got to try and recover from that one yeah and the next time you go through if that's one, it's like really slow. Yeah, going. It's either resetting it now or resetting it next, like after the next one, isn't it? I'll leave, yeah, I think. I... What do you get? What do you get out of the one? And I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, what when I hit that deadlift? This is why I was saying that the, the training is basically giving you the ability to do that deadlift because when you do that, that like one rep max of deadlift, that doesn't really have that much training effect, is it? It's not like the next time you go in there after hitting that one rep max deadlift, then you're going to be able to hit a one ninety deadlift. It doesn't work like that, does it? It's all the volume that goes in underneath the built and strength to actually do the, the one rep max did. You could yeah. go now and do a single at 104, a single at 107, and a single at 109. That's not going to have the same sort of training effect as a bunch of like heavier volume, a bit lower weight. Yeah. That's where that's in the past, I would have said, well, I'll just keep going until you yeah. run out. Of well, that's it. the thing. Like, I'm now, now I'm almost got. I've almost got a decent set at 100 kilos for a bench. Yeah, that's like cool. I, got, I hit a four. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, you might, yeah, I was going to say you get a four or a five. And then actually, it's interesting because if you get a four or a five there, you're not far away probably from like a really, if you did like a proper session and just worked up to a one rep max, you might not be far away from like 115 or 120. I remember doing Crazy sixes money. at 100 and feeling pretty comfy there and sixes are like 105 and then was when i hit like still a low bench in the grand scheme of things but i hit like a 127 and a half or something like that yeah i was a lot heavier as well yeah um, that's the danger is that i roll i roll it on to the next one and then i end up with a bunch of fails under my belt and feeling like shit yeah i think go, go back i think if you think about like the long term 
game and you've just not just but you did quite a like cautious reset a little while ago no quite a conservative reset yeah and I, and I yeah and even then <clears throat> i wasn't going crazy in like the amraps either i was like well i'm just going to cap it off at 10 because i don't want to be like yes smash myself I think a bit, that's so that's what you need to 10 do. and just keep yeah, going and going and right. going yeah and that's where you win isn't it like if you go in through now and then okay you you hit 109 for one next time is the is the realistic outcome of that isn't it 109 for one next time on the bench and then the time after that is going to be what like you're going to try a 113 for one or yeah. something like that probably um, which you might or might not get, but I don't think you're going to get as much benefit out of yeah. going back and getting some more reps into the lower step. Like imagine if you get a hundred for six or something like that, that's probably a lot more yeah. useful I, in terms of training effect. Than the, the actual, what I enjoy or what I get uh, like satisfaction from is how the assistant stuff, like the first set last stuff mm. feels like I feel right. Yeah. Cause like that way you feel like you're actually doing the work is in that bit. Yeah, like with that deadlift, like that's this the grotty bit. Like the first set last is the grotty bit. The three sets of eight at the first working weight um, is yeah. awful. But when that starts getting up and up and up, it's like, holy shit, I'm now doing this like weight. And I wasn't even doing this for like three or five. And now I'm doing three sets of eight. That's, that's where I feel like yeah. I'm getting progress. I'm not, because I'm all under like my max one rep max is yeah. on everything i'm like oh this is a bit of shit but actually then i'd like step away and then start doing a lot of I think volume you're, you're like 117 your... kilo squats and things like that that's quite yeah. nice so you're under your one rep max for everything um but at the time you were really beaten fat up. and this is what's been cool <laughs> about your training for a long time yeah fatter um this is what you weren't like fat though, were you? This no. is what's been cool about your training for a while now, probably a year or more now, is that apart from your knee, is that you haven't been feeling really beaten up yeah. and not wanting to train and stuff like that because I think we just didn't get that right, did we, for a little no. while with you? It was I just like, slammed. Didn't, didn't really fit with you that well, did it? I don't think the stuff you were doing. And now it's like you've got that balance really well, that you just do that strength bit and then you put the conditioning on the end of it with the CrossFit stuff when you get it the right way around, not like the other way. Yeah. And that works well for you. That's cool. So, like in another six months, probably, you're probably going to go right through those one rep maxes. What are your one rep maxes? Like your all time ones? You must. I reckon probably bench you might even hit now, might you? If you because if you've never done a one oh, what was it, one oh four for a triple? Yeah, it's pretty I cool. Say maybe that's like... got to be worth. I think one. Did you do one fifteen in the competition? Because we were super close in some competitions, weren't we? I like, think I've definitely done one, one ten. I don't. I don't know. You've done one ten for sure. Um, Maybe one twelve. You did in one of those competitions. Um, I think I did a one twelve in one of them, and then one ten. Yeah, one ten is like my all time. One ten. Okay. Two hundred kilo deadlift, and uh, I haven't got a squat on here. Oh, it was a push. I think your squat was like one fifty. You were saying the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, the most I've ever squat was 155, and that was in oh, here in wraps, yeah. and you were here at the time. Oh, okay. But yeah, oh, in a comp, that's like my very my own one proper first competition. I did a 140 squat, and then the rest of it was push pull. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't squat again in a competition. So yeah, 110 so now, bench. Yeah, and a 200 kilo deadlift. But 110 bench, I think you'd get a 110 bench now. Yeah, I reckon. I think you would. But the cool thing about it is that if you know that you've got that and the training that you've done so far has brought you to that point, it doesn't always mean that if you keep doing the same, then you're going to get the same result. But if you don't go to that point where you just completely ruin yourself trying to get the 110, yeah. you treat it as like a more of a building phase. And then you look at, I don't know, August or if there's a competition coming up or something like that, then you can like peak there, can't you? But your stuff... It's not like you're in a peak all the time, is it? Because you have the fives week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd come cool. Back. It's not what I would have said in the past, probably. But I think if you think about it and like what you're actually going to get out of what you're going to do in the next two weeks, three weeks, that's the better way to do it. This deload week coming up, so you know what that means. Ah, yeah, but that's not... Uh, well, I have actually that's gonna... also in the new 531 stuff is 
like a seventh week because they run over six weeks of normal training and then a seventh week and in there sometimes they do a max test yeah and that's the way that they work out whether their numbers are right or not they actually test to see it. if they can actually hit like yeah. five at that 90 percent, for example and then you can put the numbers up yeah or, i don't really fancy stick, it at the minute yeah no yeah i would while you're feeling good and that you know that's quite on the limit i would come back on that we go again yeah because be i don't think this, you're gonna that'd be the title of this podcast yeah from again. that extra squeak out i think you're that risk of one, like you say one missing it and then two not actually getting much of a benefit out of that loop obviously you'll get a nicer benefit out of the first two weeks when you because there'll be bigger weeks of fives and threes yeah i i sometimes um when i'm squatting when i'm deadlifting at these weights which again not massive weights but for me they are i'm more i'm in the back of my mind of thinking please don't pop something like please don't injure yourself please don't let something well, that's the thing as well is it when you're doing the like more reps at a lower weight as well all that is conditioning your joints and your mm -hmm. movements and stuff that's why i've been taking it like super easy with mine because like if i rush in and like do something like i did the other day and like oh yeah let's see if i can get 180 what about if i pull that ligament off the bone or something yeah that's like? well, just stupid so it was kind of cool, but kind of not really, because that could have not gone very well. I mean, it's not heavy in the grand scheme of things, is it? But still, for like the condition I'm in, probably not the smartest move. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and you just build on that. You just keep building up. At some point, you need to do some heavy stuff if you want to do a powerlifting competition or whatever. Or, um, but while you're building up, it's not a competition. And then you can peak for something if you want and go from there. Cool. Well, the very small version of me has just walked in the garage and he's given me a smile and a wave. So I think that means it's time. Time to this up. Let me, let me ask him what's going on. Hang on a sec. You right, dude? Yeah. yeah. He's all right. Hang on. What can I do for you, mate? Oh, okay. I'm ah, awesome. Thanks for coming to see me. I'll be done in a bit. Okay. Right. There he is. I think he's just whipping about now. The man, the myth. The legend. I think I, I'm out of topics anyway. Oh, you know what? Apparently, it's the longest day today. Is it? Or tomorrow? What? Some, yeah, 20th or 21st. Some, I've something. even written it here. It's like, you can't see it. It's like, longest day? Longest yeah. day. So it's all downhill from here. You wait a bit. Never mind. I will. <laughs> Let's finish this on high. I don't know why it's happening. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go. Right, I'm going to go. Enjoy that cold espresso. And uh, right. I'll catch you next time. See you later, mate. See you, Pip. Bye.